back to another episode of Artist Avenue. Today I'm joined by the Norwegian creative Ida Frank. Ida is a writer, director and producer at Pan Media and a freelancer for Girl Crush. She has worked on music videos for artists such as Cassidy King, Majester and Sin Vo. Recently she has also been working as an assistant on the acclaimed Norwegian TV series Exit Season 2. I hope this episode inspires you to follow your hearts and your dreams, be unique, celebrate yourself and remember an original is worth more than a copy. Enjoy the episode! I'm Ida. I'm 23 years old from Oslo, Norway. And I currently... I've just graduated from my bachelor's degree in directing. So I work within film behind the camera, uh, which is kind of cool. So I'm super, super excited to like start working and just get out there and use everything that I've learned now. Um, so I also work for Palm Media and uh, Girl Crush. And now I'm going to start like uh, also just like going out there looking for even more like freelance stuff to do and just fully try to live of the freelance uh, freelance world. Um, mm-hmm. So that should be really interesting. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Um, and Do you want to take us back to the beginning of your journey, like how it all started for you and how you got into the creative arts industry, essentially? Yes. So uh, I started like um, studying media at like upper secondary, which is kind of uh, equivalent to A-levels in England, I suppose, or like high school. Yeah. Um, So I did media and communication there. And then that kind of led me on the road further into like the TV industry. So I started studying at the University for the Creative Arts in England, uh, TV production. Uh, And then I uh, quit after one and a half years, like a half bachelor. And then I moved back to Norway. And then I did like, I jumped straight into the second year of um, a vocational training uh, within writing and directing. And then now I, this past one and a half years, I have like built on at another school, Uh, to get like my bachelor in directing so it's like I've kind of built like a degree from three different schools in order to get there yeah it basically started with media and uh, I didn't at the time know that it was film that I was going to end up with I was at the beginning I was sure I was going to be a stills photographer I've been through so many different phases of where (laughs) I've wanted to go Uh, but I've always had this like interest in creativity and also like I just love how things come together like planning something and putting stuff together and being creative about it no matter what it is mm-hmm. um, so I think that's kind of what yeah what triggered the interest in moving forward with film because it's so much fun to see see it going from like an idea and then to something actually out there that you can see and yeah create a vision together with so many other people when you start out obviously you've said you've gone through training is there a course for every single one of these professions like directing and film producer screenwriter like is there actual specific courses for every one of them yes so um yeah so there are different courses uh for the different fields Uh, It varies, of course, from like university to university or school you go to. And some of them, like some of them are combined as well. So like 
the second year I did was like both writing and directing in one mm -hmm. course, whereas like others maybe are more specific to just one thing. Um, but yeah, you do definitely choose like a path. Like most places have like one year in the first year where you kind of try everything and mm -hmm. then you like choose your path like in the second year or third year further which I think is great because then you kind of get to try out everything as well and kind of start figuring out where you want to go. But yeah, it's definitely um, different courses. And I think a lot of people find it a bit hard or uh, challenging to like choose between them because there's like, I think all of, I don't know, like, uh, yeah, it, it is hard to kind of find your one path. Yeah. Um, but I think it's, I think a lot of people... I have this idea that you just have to choose one thing like you just have to do one thing mm -hmm. and I think that's kind of like a raw like I don't think we should limit ourselves because I think as creatives uh, we have a tendency to fall into all these different things like there's not just like one thing we like to do like yes maybe you can choose like one to three like main focuses that you want to do um, yeah but then you should like limit yourself from all of the other greatness within creativity because i think when you start limit limiting yourself it's i think it kind of like ruins the creativity somehow so i think it's better to not just be like oh i'm just gonna have to do this now but be like okay so i'm gonna do this but i'm also gonna do that so even if i choose to like do directing i'm also gonna like keep writing on the side or yeah do other things like that so your experience obviously you've also just said that you've trained in various places and various countries how did it start for you why did you decide to train in the uk first and then how did you make the shift and why did you make this shift essentially as well so uh right after like uh, a levels I kind of just wanted to like get out there and there there was a lot of people that were like why why go like out of your own country because then you won't get contacts here but I was like well if I don't go out I will never get contacts out there <laughs> so that made yeah. more sense to me um to just go out and then rather come back um but yeah I just wanted to like get out and it was the first time I moved away from home as well and just kind of jump out into it so I didn't know anyone or didn't know. I'd never been to where I was studying, um, which was interesting. Uh, and uh, I definitely learned a lot and grew so much as a person, just kind of jumping out to that. And, uh, and, uh, and yeah, and it was really interesting how I think in England, there is like a higher, academ higher ac academic expectancy kind of like more yeah academic yeah. than practical I guess yeah yeah um but definitely my course was still uh, very practical as well but I loved like the writing the essays and like having to do like the research and get down to that as well um but yeah it was really interesting and I think in England there's like it's a bit stricter like more proper and more like everything has to go by the rules like um like a lot of risks assessments went down uh, <laughs> you know and uh, yeah but what made me shift uh, to go back or leave the course was initially that it just wasn't the right fit for me there is like always so much so many different things that affects 
something like that and and it's a big decision but um and it, like i started not feeling like it was right and i became very sad being there like i didn't i felt like i couldn't put roots down in the sense and um it just became like harder and harder to like thrive and but i i'm really happy that i went and i still have friends that i keep in touch with and that i go meet up whenever i am in london so that's great and like i know that i have like a network over there so i do not regret going but it just initially wasn't right for me so i decided to go back and i think when you're young it's kind of uh making those decisions are hard because you kind of put so much pressure on yourself and you also uh have these expectations from maybe family and um other people around you and it was so hard like actually just making the decision because you feel like it's um it's something that makes you like less accomplished in a way which is not the reality at all i think young people we have a tendency of thinking that oh, i'm the only one that don't know what i'm going to do in life but in reality everyone no one knows like everyone is at the same <laughs> place yeah um yeah so i think that's important to like just remember that for everyone to like be be kinder to yourself because and, mm -hmm. and more patient and just know that everything will happen the way it's supposed to do in the end yeah and just go with the flow but then yeah so then uh, i came back to norway and um and then i did jump into a course that i was I had applied to that course also at the same time before I went to England. So it was like my other choice. And um and it was great. I think uh it uh it was less academic and very much more practical and I decided that year to like fully just challenge myself as a filmmaker to just do things I wouldn't normally do and kind of break some of the rules which was not really accepted by the teachers like i got uh <laughs> roasted uh at the viewings we had which was kind of fun well it's not it wasn't then but it's fun now um and i definitely think i i gained a lot from going through not being understood kind of as a filmmaker because you i feel like now i'm so much more um tougher when it comes to like a viewing or getting feedback or criticism like i don't I don't take it personally or I just like I I just learned to be more like okay well cool like that's your opinion then that's fine. <laughs> so that that everything I mean every hardships we go through are definitely making making us or you uh, as a person stronger no matter what it, what it is and I think with art and film it's like it's so vulnerable because it's so much of your heart and passion in it and I think that's why we have a tendency of like caring to almost too much yeah i know that <laughs> yeah <laughs> so i think it's about learning to yeah kind of uh, develop a tough skin i think you yeah. have to and the only way you can i think is going through those tough decisions and going through those i don't know, setbacks at the time which are actually not setting you back they're putting you forward because you grow through them and i think it's really brave like I know like, it's really brave that you decided to leave and you've done it then back then when, cause you kind of listened to your instincts and you're like, I need to go. There's something else waiting for me. I've learned what I could from here and not everyone does that. And that's really, really brave and important as you said. And I think 
it made you grow as an individual as well. Like now you can say you have like the best of both. Like you have your UK connections and then you also have your hometown connections and yeah. your nationality connections. And I think that's beautiful as well because then it also shows how arts kind of just unites as well. And yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. No, that's, yeah. that's so interesting and so brave. Um, so what was your, you've obviously just finished, but you said like, have you started like with the freelancing? Did you do that throughout your training as well with, um, your, with the different companies and how is life after studying? Yeah. Um, <laughs> a good question. Um, no, um, yes, I have been doing like freelance work since I think I started like fully, uh, fall 2017. Okay. While I was studying. So I started my own, like, I don't know what you call it in English, but it's like a personal company, I guess, which uh -huh. allows you to like send invoices and stuff. I don't know what you call it, uh, but yeah. I don't either, uh, but I get what you mean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I started that. And so I've been working like uh, on the side all the way, basically, since I came back from England. And um, it's been a lot of different like social media contents, music videos, um, and uh, yeah, mostly content, I think. But um, lately, like I started working more permanently uh, as a freelancer for Pond Media uh, in 2018, fall 2018. So after that, we've, it's been quite a journey so far. Mm -hmm. um, and we've done a lot of music videos, which is super cool. And we're working with artists from like all over like Europe and America and, and yeah it's super interesting um so we're like definitely we're like in the beginning of phase kind of but we're moving upwards which is really really fun and really cool to be a mm -hmm. part of so that's super super cool um but yeah so I've been working besides um studying with things but I mean when when you're in school it's kind of limited because like shooting days are dur usually during the daytime so yeah. i haven't been to like the big film sets until now uh recently so yeah i think i think it's really interesting what sorry no it's fine did you find it hard to balance the work life and the studying at the same time no i think yeah. it's been I, I haven't really found it hard i think it's just you kind of got to know what you're going in for you know like you have to have the right mindset and the right like um, outlook on how your life is going to be when you're in this industry, I think. And um, I remember like all the way back in like A-levels or like upper secondary, our teachers would tell us like, they would constantly mention like, yeah, you'll never get a nine to five job. And like, I think it's just so important to like, just start preparing yourself early for that and just know that, okay, this is not going to be a typical job this is not going to be and, and 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 then you kind of have to find out okay is that what I actually want and I think um, I think you kind of find that out really quickly once you start trying it out and um, for me it's just like there's nothing I've had my like kind of breaking points where I've thought like will I ever like is this what I'm supposed to do with my life mm -hmm. but then I always fall back to like there is nothing else like this is my passion this is what I want to do and I think when you have that passion, you have to also remember that it's not going to be a walk in the park every day or, or every week or every month. Like there's going to be hard times and there's going to be 
weeks where you hardly can pay rent or you know you just about have enough food for like food um yeah <laughs> so <laughs> i mean even though you're maybe a student or just after you're a student it's still going to be those times like from week to week and i think um you got to be willing to like sacrifice a lot and sacrifice both time and uh, blood sweat and tears it sounds so cliche but it's so true because, it is true yeah i think a lot of people don't realize like there's a lot of people like oh i want to work in film tv or media or whatever and they get there and they're like after a few months like oh this was a lot more work than i thought like it looks super easy but it takes a lot of you from you both energy wise and and also just investment wise in general and i think um for people that are like trying to decide whether or not to go into this industry to know that it's not going to be easy like mm -hmm. if people are telling you that then it would be great to believe or and be great to dream of that and one day it will be easy because like i was at a set the other day on a production and i was there feeling like i didn't like i wasn't working because i was just enjoying like i had so much fun so in that sense it's easy because it doesn't feel like work in the same way because you love it but it is um you can't just sit around and hope or wait that something's gonna fall into your lap like a job like you have to be out there you have to email people call people um keep contacts like check up on your network like if you have a contact that you work with like a year ago like i keep like messaging them maybe like every four or fifth month just be like hey how are you i hope you're doing good like yeah. just to see and just to like keep that like connection kind of going because yeah you never know when something's going to pop up and i think that's like it's a constant kind of thing trying to keep up with what's going on and also keeping yourself uh up to date um yeah for others to also see what you're doing and like yeah yeah no networking is a massive thing in this industry and i think you need to even if you don't feel comfortable doing it you need to learn how to do it because it's one i think it's like 80 percent or if not 90 percent a lot of the times <laughs> because yeah it's it's really important i get that and also mm -hmm. i think what you said was really good like i think if you do come into this industry whatever aspect you go into you need to accept that it's going to take time it's going to be tough and it's going to take time and i think what we do forget sometimes when we get like a bit overwhelmed is like everyone will have their time but at a different mm -hmm. time like not everyone's going to get the same film producer job not everyone's going to get the same role at the same time like it's not possible but if you just keep on it and keep working and keep your network up and keep coming back as you said like messaging people being up mm -hmm. to date with your skills and everything and learning new skills i think that's how you become like into sustainability yeah i think it's important to also remember that like because we are like as humans in the society we live in as well we're so concerned with like always like where we're going like what mm. is our goal where where is the end like what is our like uh, end goal and then we have this idea of like when we get there like we get that role get that position when in fact it's all about the process like it's about what you like do on your way there and mm -hmm. what you do now and on your way there is eventually what gets you to that position that you have like in your dreams 
and yeah, I think that's also important to kind of keep in mind that it's 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 about the process and not because I think we have a tendency of being like me included to uh, impatient. Yeah. Impatient. Yeah. 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 Impatient. Yeah. yeah. We definitely do. And we're hard on ourselves so much as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, what does what does the film producer actually do? Like what is included in your actual job as a director and film producer? Because I don't think many of us know all the details of it. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, so I don't know if I mentioned it, but so I mainly do writing, directing mm -hmm. and producing myself. Uh, but, you know, I feel like in this industry, you kind of got to be a potato, as we say, like you, a potato can be used in all dishes and for everything. And, you know, you should be like that when it comes to this industry as well. Like you can do some editing, do a little bit of filming, do a little bit of that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so those are my main fields. And uh, so a producer... Um, Yes, I mean it is. Uh, it is a bit different, I suppose. Also, from if you're a producer on like big feature films and series, rather than like what mostly I've been doing, which are like shorter projects for music videos and content commercials, that kind of thing. I mean, essentially, it is the same, but it's uh, a bit of a bigger process when it when you're on like a feature film. But um, yeah, so uh, you know, a producer is basically the one that keeps all of the like the reins of everything and steers it along and uh you know there's contracts to be made written and signed with everyone involved and uh, you're kind of like the project manager i suppose like you're you know you're making sure that the production moves forward as it should um putting up a lot of like it's a lot of document work a lot of planning logistics scheduling and conversations just you know um making sure that the director does what they're supposed to do the cinematographer does what they're supposed to do and that we all do it everything in accordance to where we are going at the right mm -hmm. times but i think it's really fun like i love i didn't think I, it's really funny because i didn't think i was gonna go into producing at all like it's really hilarious like i when i started um studying i was saying to myself like huh, i'm never gonna be a writer like i this is such <laughs> a, like unappreciated um field like you write all these stories and no one's gonna buy them like i was super negative and then at the, and the same with directing i was like oh i'm never gonna be a director and then i was thinking like oh, at least i'm not gonna produce and then now i'm doing <laughs> all those three things it's so weird so like with other words don't say that you're never going to do something because then you're going to end up doing that. I have come to love producing because it, uh, when I step into a producer role, I kind of don't have to worry as much about the creativity in the same sense. So mm -hmm. like when I just have the producer role, I can kind of just focus on the logistics and planning. And I think it's super fun to like get all the puzzle pieces together and like find a location, book that, and then, you know, like every, all those little details and just get everything to run like smoothly and seamless. Um, and I think that's just like such like, it feels so accomplishing when you're like on set or after a production and you just see everything that's been shot and, and like the day runs smoothly when you're on set. And yeah, that's such a good feeling to just know that, okay, we're on time, we're on schedule, uh, we mm -hmm. got what we needed, we're on budget um <laughs> yeah so 
so that's kind of like producing and um and i think it's also important to be like a people's person in a sense like you have to be able to get those good deals make good contacts i think when like as we were talking about networking i think i know that a lot of people can think it's like hard to network or to make phone calls and like be mm -hmm. out there but i think it's easier if you kind of um I mean, it gets easier the more you do it, but I think it's also a good tip to kind of imagine that you're putting on a different hat, like that you're putting on a different role than maybe yourself, because I think that could maybe help some people to think that, okay, so it's not as scary because I can just take on this, okay, I'm going to put on this producer hat now and just make those calls and then I can go back to being me kind of, yeah. Um, and then... With time, it gets easier and easier. So it's definitely a plus to be sociable and open and a people's person. Um, and uh, yeah, so that's I think that's basically the pro like roughly the process of a producer. And you know, there's a lot of emails and calls as well, um, which is easy. Like I, I think it's interesting as well because I have a tendency of. Uh, sometimes thinking that I'm not really, what have I done today? I haven't done anything. Like what, what have I been doing all day? And then I'm just like, cause I don't write down when I have typed an email and sent it, you know, in my calendar, like I don't put that as a thing. It's just, I do it. But then I realized like, Oh shit, I've actually sent like 10 emails and made three calls and you know, like, and then you kind of have to remind yourself that it's work because mm -hmm. for me, I feel like work, it's just something you do like, you know, here and there. So yeah. I think it's important to like remember that okay I am doing work <laughs> so that you're like allowing yourself to have those times to like have time off as well and just be like okay because I think it's as a creative as well we always want to achieve so it's quick to kind of it's you quickly go into this uh idea that you're not doing enough or you're not being productive enough and I think that goes in phases as well in mm -hmm. accordance with like motivation and stuff but because I mean you can't force creativity always it goes in waves but just uh, I think a hot tip is to try and be more patient with ourselves <laughs> and knowing that rest days are absolutely essential because mm -hmm. I'm one for those non-rest days I sometimes completely forget that I need a day off because you do what you love all the time. And sometimes you're like, as you said, I need to achieve this. I need to do this. Don't have time, but we do. We absolutely do. And we should <laughs> give ourselves a treat and rest some days. Yeah. And just to be able to like have a day off without feeling guilty for it. I think that's something we have to work on because it's so quick to start thinking in your like subconscious, like, Oh shit, I should be doing this. I should be doing that. And just like not be able to let it go. I think it's super important, but I mean, yeah, I think, I guess working with what you love is like a blessing and a curse. Having seen the UK scenery and industry there and the Scandinavian one, is there any differences, would you say? Yeah, of course there are differences because mm -hmm. there are different countries. But I think, uh, I think that it's in like UK, I think it's definitely a lot like more like stricter and proper in a sense, like that... Mm -hmm. like you have to have uh, permissions for everything risk assessments fi filed and filled out and, and there's like a I don't know how really to explain it but it's kind of a more seriousness to the business it's kind of like I don't know um 
it's more rigid probably yeah yeah and whereas in like Norway I feel like we have this expression which is a bit like uh, it's better with forgiveness than permission doesn't really make that much sense in English but mm -hmm. it's like sometimes you just do it and then if you know so you just do it and then if it if it get consequences like you can get forgiveness like it's so it can be a bit more adventurous <laughs> yeah and it's not as as strict i mean there 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 is stricter guidelines higher up of course in the industry the higher in any country you get but i mean i think we didn't get like risk assessments as a as a thing you had to do until like a couple of years ago and before that okay. people were just like oh we'll just do this <laughs> like <laughs> it's a bit more <laughs> like on the go and just a bit more like oh yeah. yeah well that will be fine like it's not such a big deal I'll just put myself in the trunk of this car with a camera and film like you know like <laughs> I love that I love that but I, I'm not gonna make it sound like it's a, a bad thing like maybe someone will come and arrest me and be like should be doing that no but I mean definitely always make sure to research whether or not you need permits I mean I'm not gonna yeah. tell people to just go on and oh yeah definitely and it's not a bad thing it's just some people adjust better to that kind of thing and some people adjust better to like all the structures and it's just the way mm. people in countries work I guess so it's yeah. interesting but there are definitely um you know there are definitely uh, guidelines here as well that you have to follow and uh, mm -hmm. yeah but it's a bit less strict yeah I think. yeah great um and do you have any advice for actors from your point of view as a director and producer and writer yeah this is a fun question i feel like i answer i start answering all the questions with yeah uh, so <laughs> i'm trying to like not do that but i keep i keep hearing it um okay um yes so i think my like the most important advice that I could give, which is something I learned when I recently like did my last year now, or like I've kind of known this, but it's because we work so tightly with um, the actors because it's like an own actors course as well. Mm -hmm. Kind of learn more about the actor process, which has been really, really interesting. And we've also been training by the method. So I've learned like a lot of, like we've had to have like sense classes together with the actors and like feel in our bodies how that working like that affects the actor and like how we then can talk to them and like I think that's so 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 valuable like I've learned so many tools that I didn't before and I think one of the biggest advice and greatest advice is that when you go into an audition or you go in a casting or audition for a role or whatever just know that we want your best because I think a lot of actors get so stressed out and scared and like, and, which is natural. I mean, I would be because, I mean, it's scary. Um, but I think the best advice is that I want you to succeed as a producer or a director. I want to see you succeed. I want you well. I want like, because that's ultimately like, I want to work with you. So, you know, I think because you get, it's easy to get that idea of like, oh, they're going to sit there and judge me, think that I'm not good enough. But like, I, it's not the way it is. Like when I'm sitting on an audition and someone comes in, 
I just look for all their best sides. Like I just, I just want to see you win. Like, mm-hmm. so I think that's like an important advice to keep in mind. Just we want to see you succeed. Uh, yeah, I just want to add that also don't be afraid to just try things because I think a lot of actors as well kind of start limiting themselves because they have this idea of what they think the director wants and try mm-hmm. to give that instead of just saying, okay, let me just try this. And yeah. then you can see how it works. And if it works, it's great. If it's not, it's not, if it's not because you're bad, it's just because that exact thing didn't work for the scene. Mm-hmm. But I think that's like, just be playful, have fun. It's supposed to be fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's really valuable to hear it from someone that does the job because as actors, we always get it told from like teachers and stuff. And uh, you know, when there's some information that goes in, but goes out at the same time. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. no, it's sure. valuable to hear it from you. Yeah. yeah. And then what makes you unique as a creative? What's your unique feature in this industry, would you say? Oh, it's a hard question. Wow. <laughs> That's a hard question. Uh, what makes me unique as a creative? Wow. Um, you know, uh, I think it's uh, fun because in Norway we have this thing called Jantoloven, which is like, I don't know what, what that translates to. It's like an unwritten law, which is not a law, but it's like uh-huh. a society kind of thing where uh, you're not supposed to like brag about yourself. So it's really like, I'm trying to break that. I'm trying to learn that it's okay to like, it's not because it's about bragging, but it's about being able to like say that I'm good at this and that's cool, you know? Mm-hmm. I think we have this like but it's so hard to like break that kind of social society unwritten law yeah um I think what makes me unique is definitely my ability to um see the people around me I think being empathic empathic empathetic empathetic (laughs) yes thank you um and uh, uh, and having like your heart in the right place mm-hmm. is one of the most important things in this industry because you i mean you hear about people and there are people also that go far and make it in this industry that are really like strict and really just uh tough with others that they're more like you know it's the hard way or the highway i guess but I, I, I find it to be opposite. I think a lot more people will want to work with you if you are genuinely a good person and that you see others and see, see them both like that you want to see them succeed and you want their best, um, but also that you can be able to see if they're struggling and reach out and just be a decent human being. <laughs> like, I think that's so important. And I think... I think definitely that's one of the things that I am empathetic and that I um, I am always like, like in my mind, it's always important that we are in this as a team. We're doing this together. We're creating this project and this film or this video together. And it's not about one person's vision. It starts with a writer or direction's um, vision, but then we build it all together. Like mm-hmm. we all come together. And it's like they say, you create a film three times. You create it when you write it, when you, direct, when you shoot it, and when you edit it. 
And in all of those stages, it, it doesn't just happen because of one person. I mean, if, if, you know, there are directors that are like, oh, it's, this is my vision, like this is my film. And I mean, cool. But I mean, if you were to go out and make that film by yourself, you wouldn't really get a lot, would you? Because you need all these people. So it's important to like not forget about that. And I think yeah. that's really important. Yeah. Yeah. And what's the biggest thing that you have learned on your journey? Uh, another hard question. <laughs> <laughs> I've realized over the time that these two questions are quite hard. <laughs> But I mean, those are the good ones, though. Those are the ones, I mean, I guess you get the most out of as well, the, the hard questions. What I've learned the most, I think one of the major things is allow yourself space and time to both re relax and recharge because like you can't give from yourself if your batteries are dead <laughs> like so true you have to you have to put yourself first I think like I'm the kind of person that I will put everyone else both work-wise and uh, friends and family everyone else before myself but I've come to learn that you know that's not going to work in the long term like that's that's not like you first and foremost you have to like focus on yourself and your well-being and and also like mental health i think not it's not really maybe that much talked about in this industry as well and i think that's like such a big part of it like our physical and mental or physical and psychological worlds are very much they are connected like we like to try and separate them yeah they're not separated um so it's important to like just check in with yourself and uh, listen to your intuition more. I think that's also one of the things like, listen to your gut feelings and your heart feelings. It's about those things like listening more to yourself and not the like idea of what you think you should do. Because I think that's, it's so easy to think that, oh, I should, I should just do that. Oh, I should do this or, oh, I can do that. And just overwork yourself or get into like uh, projects or jobs that maybe isn't good for you or that you shouldn't be in. I mean, for like, get all the experience you can, but not on like cost of yourself, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Just give yourself time. And like you said earlier, which I think was really, really great. Everybody's going to have their time. Your path is going to lead you where you, where you're supposed to be. As long as you just allow, allow that to happen. Mm -hmm. uh, I think when we like start stressing that, Oh, Oh, I saw she's she's doing this and he's doing that and like why am I why am I not there like I'm here like it's so easy to go there but it's just about like you are not that person you can never be anyone else but yourself the last question is do you have any other advice anything that you want to give out to the listeners work hard mm -hmm. if, if it's what you want work for it and then you will get where where you want to be eventually and remember to like check in with yourself, like that you're still working towards the goal that you want, because, you know, during with time, your goal can change and that's fine. Like, I think that's also a good advice. Like, don't be afraid to change goals. Don't be afraid to don't think that it's a setback. OK, I learned this word that I'm going to say here now, which is so important and so cool. It's not about because I think we have this idea of failing. And what it is to fail or be a failure or not, you know, good enough. 
but it's about failing forward. And I love that expression because it kind of changes the mentality and changes how you like think and your pattern of the, your process because it allows you to think that it's not negative to fail because we learn from failing. Failing should not be scary. And it's not, it's not, failing is not failing, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm also going to quote Oprah Winfrey because she's amazing. And uh, she says in this creative or in this uh, interview, she says, there are no mistakes. There really aren't any. And that thing making you feel all flustered is just that thing trying to make you go in another direction. And it's not about, and I think it's something really beautiful about that. And I like keep that with me as like a mantra um, because I think it's so important to kind of turn the idea around that failing or making mistakes is something bad. It should be looked at as an opportunity and some, a way to learn and grow. No, fantastic. Thank you so much. (laughs) Thank Um, you so much for having me. Yeah, it was lovely. I enjoyed it, learned a lot, and I'm sure it will inspire people as well. Aw, thank you. I hope you have enjoyed this episode with Ida Frank. Artist Avenue will be back next Wednesday with another exciting interview. Make sure to keep up to date and follow us on social media on Instagram and Twitter at Artist Avenue Podcast. Keep spreading the word and see you soon. Mm -hmm.